Welcome back to another episode of the Jiggy John Show. Folks, I hope everybody's enjoying uh, being at home. I mean, we're we're flattening the curve as we go. And, you know, it's already been almost three months. And as you can tell, I've been bringing very unique people on the show in this format now on these uh, live stream platforms. But this is not being live streamed because I've got a, got a very interesting guest. Gotta, gotta. I'm like getting ahead of myself here. <laughs> I can hear her laughing in the background. <clears throat> but it's an amazing guest, a Malaysian lass who has gone places. So we are going to get behind the scenes and find out who exactly she is, what her story is, because this show is all about regular folks getting out there, killing it, and it's about you, the listener, being empowered. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome on the Jiggy John Show, Cheryl Chititan or Chititan. I'm going to make sure I got that right. She's going to probably Chitty, 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 Chitty. <laughs> Cheryl, hey, hi, welcome. Hey, on the show. man, how's it going? Thank you for having me. <laughs> I, I I probably butchered your 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 name right there, no, but no, that's no, okay. It's pretty good. It's been butchered much worse, as I'm sure you can imagine, Cheryl. Yeah, but okay. So here's the thing. Yeah. So you're Cheryl Tan, but mm. what is how, what is Chitty Chitty Tan, right? Chitty mm, Chitty, like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and then it. Like, yeah. Okay. How, what, how it happens, right? Because I'm trying to be a famous person, and if you're trying to be a famous person, people need to be able to Google you, and if people want to <sighs> Google you, having the name Cheryl next to the name Tan, very difficult. One million, one million immediate hits. Too many, too many. There's so many. Sh- I I know ten Cheryls. I swear to God. Right? And, oh my God. Yeah, right. And so and then there's also a lot of tans in the world, obviously. So True. like so Cheryl Tan a bit hard. Like there's a there's a famous newscaster. I think somewhere there's a there's an author. You know, there's a, there's like quite a few of us. Like there's even another actress who graduated like from one of the schools that I went to, and then. And is like you know, it's like working in Singapore. She's my friend now. We have I have a Aww. I have a chat group full of Cheryl's. Two of them are Cheryl um, Tans. It's very cute. So well, I got a I got a childhood friend who's Cheryl Young. We went to school together. Like Y O U N G, like proper Young. Yeah, that's uh, uh, oh, not a common know. Chinese surname. Yeah, not yeah? A common Chinese surname. But yeah, young, so. I get it, but not Young. So, so do you have? It's a- because it's my mother's maiden surname. So we're we're Malacca ah. Chitti because I'm Peranakan Tamil. Oh, you Peranakan. are. So yeah, so I'm Chindian. You're joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got these massive eyebrows. Can you speak uh, any Tamil? No lah, I can say um Anika Tamil varada, which I think okay. means like. Okay, for them, for them, for them, for them, for them, for them. Try, try, no, but don't worry. I'm Indian and I can't speak Tamil to save my life. So who am I, I to even to speak Tamil? Honestly, I know, right? Be Can you imagine if you could tap that market? Man, you'd be killing it. You think like, so? Oh, are you kidding me? South India will go Google Gaga over you. Is it? <laughs> Must check it out. Must investigate. Yeah. So, okay. So you've obviously got a bit of that. That makes more sense now. So where did you grow up, though? Where did you grow up? So I bro- I grew up in KL. Uh, my parents oh. are from Malacca. So okay. it's like the the chitti is like a Malacca thing, a Malacca chitties. Mm. Um, yeah, but I'm born and bred Kuala Lumpur. Um, my parents live in Tamantun. My whole family is still there. And I started coming to Singapore to work when I was like 24. Like okay. that. And uh, I started living here about like two, two to three years ago. Okay. So now uh, Singapore is your base. Singapore is where you live. Mm. Uh, do you come back, back to KL often? I mean, obviously pre-COVID. Yeah, I mean, I used to, but uh, now it's okay. now it, I, I used to come back like every one or two months, depending on the schedule okay. and stuff like that. And um, understand. Yeah, and understand. if there's like emergencies or something like that, then you know, like last last year, my aunt uh, had cancer, so I was coming back Ooh. quite a lot. Yeah, until okay. she until she passed away, lah. 
Sorry to hear about that. Yeah, it's really sad. Thank you, though. Well, Cheryl, now, can you tell me what are the three words that your friends would use to describe Cheryl Tan? Oh, yeah. Strange. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't know any. We never talked before. And that's why you don't know. <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. That is true. That is true. Okay, fair enough. Fair point. Fair point. Fair point. Um, uh, strong, maybe. Um, non-conformist, uh, I hope. Whew. So, in other words, girl power all the way. La. All the way. <laughs> so, you're the perfect candidate for the show. I knew, I I saw what I saw and I knew that you, my gut feeling told me that this is the correct girl to represent what the show, the essence of the show is all about. And, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not wrong. I'm glad to hear that. So, how did you make your way to Singapore? Like, you know, what's the journey been, you know, what's it been like? Because, I mean, you know, a girl like you, you're the perfect candidate for empowering, you know, not just the girls around your age demographics, younger girls, even ladies above you, you know? So, I mean, I'd, I want to hear that, man. Tell me. Oh, about empowering ladies. Okay. That, I think no, 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 no. Your journey empower getting into Singapore. Okay, okay. Chill, chill. I'm just saying your story. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, got a bit lah, yo. Okay. All right. So, um, I was, I came back to Malaysia from the States. I studied in the States. And then I came back and um, I was a bit like, checking out different different things i wasn't like acting so much and i was singing jazz in kl for like a whole year um so i used to play at like no black tie mezzi alexis all that i used to work with like oh, wow. michael virapan and john thomas a lot singing a lot of, like funky cool stuff i really miss it and then wow, the, wow. Mm, yeah like yeah i was fully like going for it and then when was this what years were these 2012 late 2012 okay. 2013 yeah, played okay. like jazz festival, like that kind of thing. Ah. And then ah. and then um and then somebody saw one of the videos I was in and mm -hmm. they asked me to audition for a movie in Singapore. And uh, that movie didn't get made in the end because like production woes and stuff like that. But the director was like, Oh hey, Cheryl, I, I think you should work in Singapore. La. You try it, and I was like, Okay. <laughs> I'm 24. I don't know what I'm doing. Sure, you say I try. Okay, I try. <laughs> <laughs> right? Have you done comedy, by the way? Have you done comedy yet? Um, I've, I've played like a couple of comedic characters. I would love to do stand-up, but I'm very scared. No, very I'm scary. seeing what I'm seeing. and That's why I'm asking you. I think you are definitely... You should do an open mic night. Oh like, my gosh, I'm so scared. Oh yeah. Oh, you, you're definitely thick skin. I can so see that. Yeah. Like, Oh yeah, which be, which is something la. you exactly you yeah, need to I be to be so so tough this line. Are you okay? Oh yeah, yeah. Try it, try it. Take mm. me up on that offer. Okay, yeah. I will. I will. I will. I will tag you. I'll be like this because John told me to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. So that that's what got you there, is it? Mm. Because, uh, yeah. Okay. So she she was just like, oh, I think you should try it, and I was like, mm, okay. Uh, and I, I had studied in Singapore for a while. Like I spent one year in university here. And okay. so I knew a couple of people and I was like, hey, how do you audition for theater stuff? And they were like, okay, you join this group and uh, you know you can check out. They have auditions there. So I went for about like four auditions. And then okay. after the fourth one, like I got my first role. Um, because of this film that didn't get made, I was recommended to another film and then that got made and then like, you know, so it just sort of like kind of rolled along from there. And nice. after doing uh, children's musicals for, uh, I want to say like two years, I started landing like the main stage roles 
for yeah. like theater. So I played like Juliet and like I played the Empress in Forbidden City and I played like, you know, Ivy and Beauty World and that kind of thing. And then um and then I started doing television law. So I after playing Juliet, I got um headhunted for a series at Media Corp. Okay. So I got to I got to like star in a in a show called Faculty, which is now on view. You check it out. And uh uh yeah, so it's it's been a it's been an interesting sort of journey with that. La. So it's just and and then I signed with the agent and then like you yep. know I have an Austra- it, it's, it's it's sort of goes on and on and on. And I teach singing as well. La. So that's like that's another like fun thing that I do. You keep dropping the bomb. So okay, when did you know that acting was something that you wanted to do and you've actually made it? Uh, I stand corrected, but I guess that's first up on your like. What do you do? So actor first, <laughs> singer second, comedian mm. third. <laughs> See what I did there? Joe, uh, pun, pun, punster. I tried to. Now it's too much pressure. <laughs> now, now, now. Okay, I take it back. Take it back. Drinker, so, la, drinker. <laughs> oh my lord! You should have told me. I would have stand by my, <clears throat> my tani. It's ten thirty at night. Of course. I know that's true, but you know I'll have my churut later okay, with my okay. with my my <laughs> scotch. Mm. Nice. So yeah. So when did you know that uh, acting was your thing? Um, actually, since quite young, yeah, very young. Um, I I I used to like read a lot of books. Like when I was a kid, I was a very um, I was like quite lonely. You know, I was quite like introverted in a sense. And my mom sent me to these drama classes. Like when I was like seven years old. And I was already like very escapist. Actually, I I really liked to watch movies and like you know I like all the Disney cartoons and like, all that kind of stuff. So I was very like in a fantasy world. Right. And right. Yeah. I I I was you know I I did choirs. I started doing theater in KL when I was like fifteen. I was in a show choir called the Young KL Singers, now called yes. Young Choral Academy. Yes, yeah. of course, I've heard of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, a lot of the a lot of Malaysians who've kind of gone, who've gone places, have like really come from there in the musical scene. Aaron Teo, who mm. played um who played Prince Trilla Longkon in the uh, UK uh, the world tour of the King and I, you know, is that's right. He's like my childhood friend, and he 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 is from the Young KL Singers. Wow. Stephanie Driesen, who like you know, she auditioned for Hamilton, uh, in the in the UK. Like she she was from there as well. Like yeah, it's it's a really great, really wow. great like training ground. Yeah. <laughs> well, nice of you to mention that. You know, so I love for that. those of you you know who want to go down this path, you know where you got to start. <laughs> okay. Wow. So, so I guess you've been acting on and off since you was were well fifteen. Yeah, being paid to act since I was fifteen. Okay, Before so that, that's more been... like school stuff and correct. Yeah, but when did you realize that this is really what you're gonna pursue? I mean, I'm sure not at fifteen. Mm. I mean, at the time, I thought it was gonna be like at the time, I really wanted to try and get into Broadway. Like you know, I was like, I want to be like Leah Salonga, like really intense. And okay. then when I went to university, I, I. I got a lot of different different experiences. Like I, I started playing Japanese drums, and I, you know, I, I what the taiko going, drums? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I, I, I got into jazz and stuff like that. So it was a bit what. But then I think once the roles just kept coming in Singapore, yep. then I was like, okay, I guess, I guess this is what I'm good at. So I, I guess I should do this. Uh, nothing else is going on. Uh, so it was a natural progression. Natural progression. Yeah, I guess so. 
Yeah. Very interesting. Where'd you go to school though? You mentioned the States. Where were you? I went to a place called Wesleyan University. That is, I've heard that uh, name. You have? Um, I have. I, where, uh, Lynn where Manuel Miranda went there. Uh, Joss Whedon, uh, Michael Bay. It's in Connecticut. It's a. Uh, it's, oh, uh, yeah, it's Connecticut it's like a film school. Okay. Place. Okay. Because so, I, was, yeah. I think there's great. a Wesleyan something in KL. I think that's like a private. Oh, Wesleyan Methodist. Ah, sorry. That's what Very I heard. <laughs> sorry. Wrong Wesleyan, one. Wrong one. Wesleyan Methodist is now called MCKL, but it feeds a lot of students into the next Wesleyan, which is oh. a funny coincidence. Ah, very nice. Yeah. No, because I went I, I went to school in Michigan. Oh, did you go to yeah. New Michigan? No, I went to a small little business school called Northwood University. Mm. So school of management, I did business, you know. Right. But I did theater I did theater there, believe it or not. I believe it. I, I, I actually uh, played the role of the prince in Cinderella's Waltz. It's a spoof oh. of Cinderella. Oh. And instead of Cinderella I got the ugly stepsister. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is so cute. Yeah. Can you remember anything? Can you give us like a song from it? Oh my lord. Uh, oh wow. Oh, <laughs> that, come on. That's twenty years ago, like, Give me a break. It maybe maybe it will ago. turn up later. You can surprise us. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I mean, I gave up singing when my I actually took part in uh, Malaysian Idol, and obviously there's a reason oh, I'm still wow. doing this because I, I never, I never got. Not got, never got past round two, but mm. we leave that for another day and another story. Wow, uh, what was that like? Was it crazy? Like, was it was it fun? Was it, it must have been quite stressful, right? Uh, it was the first season when Jack won, so mm, uh, I was so I, I was a young guy who was obviously beyond thick skin. I knew no shame, so I rocked up there, and you know, have, having just retired from being a clown, I was like, ah, I'm gonna try singing. I, I was a professional clown, yeah, for six oh, years. Wow. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That's oh, yeah. super cool. Yeah. So anyway, clowning is all that. hard. <laughs> Not if you do it naturally, but anyways. <laughs> so, what are your pet peeves? Uh, white Jesus. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit heavy. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, that's like my biggest one. Like Jesus is not a white guy, guys. You know, it, Jesus is like a brown, like Middle Eastern, like, you know, when you think like jihadi, that's what Jesus looked like, okay? And it's really, it's really bad that we spend a lot, because I was Catholic, right? So it's really bad that we spend all of our lives like kneeling to this like statue of a white guy. It's like, there's, there's, a, there's a problem there, right? It's, it's a bit weird, right? Actually, he's super brown. He's like beardy. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny that you would say that because I just finished watching The Last Dance, Michael Jordan, oh. and he called himself the Black Jesus back in the day. When, do you know that? Do you know that Michael Jordan called himself the Black Jesus and everybody in the NBA 20 years ago referred to him as the Black Jesus? I was like, uh, okay. Uh, okay. Man's got some big spherecals. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I can respect that he was a very talented athlete. Yeah, goat for basketball, but that's also because I'm a basketball fan. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so only that? Just one peeve? Can't be. Oh, what else? Um, oh, people who are but, okay. mean, mean people. I don't like okay. people who are just like, like, who just like kind of make other people feel bad just because they don't feel good about themselves. Mm. I, don't, I don't like that. Mm. Okay. But what gets you excited? And I'm sure there's probably a thousand things, but, you know, what's number one? Oh, my gosh. I don't even know. Right now, I'm very excited about Avatar The Last Airbender because I'm re-watching it for like the fourth time. Okay. 
I didn't expect that, but sure. Okay, okay. So definitely, oh, she's definitely wired differently, lah. Yo, man, must it's be, the best show ever. Must be the water in Tamantun, lah. The reservoir, I think. You know the angle. It's true. Of we do have quite a lot of cooks in Tamantun. It's great. I love Tamantun. Oh, yeah. oh, I know that for a fact. So yeah. <laughs> what else All gets right. me excited? I don't know. Yeah. People, people really just like going for things that they want to go for or like okay. being really good at what they do you know i love mm. i love watching people at work like okay you know like you've got like maybe you've got like an uncle or something sorry mm-hmm. uncles i don't mean anyone it's just an example it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's like maybe you've like, got like a friend who you know you think they're kind of a slacker or whatever and then you see them at work and suddenly mm. they're like a beast right i really mm. like that Okay. Hmm. Right. Mm. I know, okay. really a bit random. Sorry. So you play Winnie Lowe, this mm. guarded reclusive psychologist on Derek, right? The TV show. Mm. So what kind or how deep uh, did you get into researching the role, you know, that you had to do? Like, you know, wh- what did you have to do for that? If, if you could mm. share with us. Okay. So Winnie is the state psychologist in the show called Derek and Code of Law, season five, which is coming out um, in like three days time, actually. And she is an abuse victim. Mm-hmm. She has really massive PTSD. Mm-hmm. She And she has a, a really close relationship with Derek, who is a serial killer. Okay. And uh, that's that's kind of like where she enters because she's she's been assigned to profile the serial killer in Singapore. So what I did to kind of research what that's like is I kind of looked at what abuse victims go through. Okay. And she's also she she does self harm. So she um she actually like cuts herself, like she has a history of cutting herself. And you know, this is something that we shouldn't take lightly like, when you're trying uh. to portray people with like serious mental illness um yeah so yeah i didn't want to get like crazy crazy into it i don't believe in method acting um i don't want to psychologically damage myself for the sake of a role um i don't think it's worth it although i do sometimes like i can't help it right <laughs> but, mm. um but yeah so i talked to i reached out to some uh friends or uh you know fans and stuff who yep. have done uh, self-harming behaviors before and I tried to ask them you know why you know what what it was like you know right. where you are now like what's what's wow. your relationship with with self-mutilation and Ooh. it's it's is it was it was very interesting uh, to to hear their stories because it's um it's like an addiction you know it's something you do because yep. because you're in pain and um mm. <laughs> the, the physical experience of it is quite interesting because um, you actually kind of get a, a little bit of a high from it for like a split second. It's wow. like it's like smoking a cigarette in a sense, like right? A small hit, and then after that you feel right. a bit, uh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Um. Huh. So those 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 were like the things that I did, but I didn't go around and cut myself and like you know. Sure, like, sure. I did. I, yeah. Just, Okay, so talk to us about your role in Westworld. I know it was only 10 seconds, oh, but how did you fun. get that role? And, and what do you think, uh, being in the production of that level, what did that do for you? You know, How did you feel about that? Um, so there was an open call. There was an open mm-hmm. audition, uh, and I just went for it. And okay. they, they had everybody read one scene. So it was, it was literally like a, a, a five-line scene that they had everybody just do and um and then the next thing they know they were like okay well you 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 kind of got this and it's really cool and the experience was 
super interesting. Like I, I have never been on something on that scale before. Like they had, you know, they had like a full floor of a hotel room, of a hotel as like their base. You know, there's one ballroom just full of costumes, one ballroom full of extras. You know, and the the place where the featured actors, you know, like me and all, got ready and all that was like the presidential suite. Whoa! Yeah, and I I got to like sort of meet all these like stars and people right. I really admire. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Uh, right. So really, really fun. The experience itself was very intense because we were filming on like the train in the train station and there are these really strict rules and there were all these mm-hmm. people all around and and yep. we could only film like it like in between two stops so we would like film do the scene quickly run back and forth do it three times get off the train you know walk across the platform go into another train do it again yep. super really so super interesting uh, and you know I've, I've kind of written about that like on my instagram Okay. Cheryl should it on. Yes. And noted. <laughs> and what it did for me, I mean, I think it's quite inspiring to like see people working at that level. Mm. You know, really like every single person on the set, like, you know, the makeup artists, the costume yep. fellas, like they, they're yep. all like so on the ball and they're all so passionate about what they do and that's and that's really like quite quite something and you can tell that their skill level is just like really up there as well right yeah, so that, that was right, right. cool i got to have a nice chat with aaron paul where he where inst- I, I was like i i want to like have a, a nugget of wisdom please you are you are an amazing actor please tell me a secret of, about mm. how you are so amazing <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't good lah because he was just like, uh, I just you know, I don't understand why people study acting because I don't understand acting exercises. I just memorize the lines and go. <laughs> I was oh. like, uh, okay, thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Mm. That's really helpful. Uh, I'm just gonna go and quit acting forever now. <laughs> you know, easy said, easier said when it's someone who's doing it naturally, I guess, huh? I I, I guess some people like some people are really just born with yeah. like. You know, or in and the opportunities they get, I guess, just yep. naturally train them, and yep. and that's really great for them. And some of us just have to work as hard as we can, lor. Ah, <laughs> uh, drama minggu ini. <laughs> <laughs> so, do, do you really think it's been harder for you to make a name for yourself in Singapore because you are Malaysian? I don't. Well, for me, no, personally. But I got in at a pretty good time. So things in Singapore change a lot, like the rules about visas, the rules about like who's gonna be PR, like stuff like that. They are they're like pop 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 pop, you know. And the, at the time when I started working here, I I got quite lucky because um, if if the job was under a certain amount of days, you didn't need to to get a work a working visa, and that kind of changed as the years went by. So nowadays, if a Mal- if if they hire a Malaysian, it's because they really, really, really want that person, because mm. they have to go. They, like every show that you get has to get a visa for you for two months. It's like quite a lot of trouble, and oh, wow. it's expensive. Like they have to they have to jump through a lot of hoops. They have to pay certain fees and stuff like that. So right. nowadays, it's much harder. But when I was starting out in Singapore, it wasn't so intense. I don't get discriminated against though. Okay. So well, I don't get like I don't like people don't look down on me for being sure. Asian. Like they don't, sure. they don't they don't assume that I'm like a certain way or something like that. Lah. 
Yeah. Love it. I mean, mm. I mean, appreciate the honesty. So as a woman in the industry, what are some of the most common challenges that you have faced or that have surprised you the most? Uh, sometimes people are very blatantly sexist and that was a bit surprising. I, mm. I mean, you hear stories about it, but uh, yeah, when you actually face it, you're like, oh, mm. I guess you did really just say that. That's not nice. Right. Um, the other one is that like competition is so much fiercer for women. There's a okay. lot more women in the scene. So like, if you look at the theater scene, for example, usually girls who are like you know my type, like the the ingenue, the young princess kind of like that kind, mm -hmm. uh, it's they always get like two or three years to be like all over the place, everywhere, starring and everything, and then usually the next one will come in. But the boys, there's less competition, so they get to right, they get to have right. longer careers. So that's like, mm, okay, okay, it's all right. I'll do TV. It's fine. Right, right. Interesting. Mm. So what kind of advice would you give uh, to other young women out there who want to pursue a career in acting? Train. Make sure that you make sure that you train. Yeah, make sure that you get people to teach you how to do it. Don't mm -hmm. don't simply don't be one of those people who just turns up and like is like oh i i think i can do it so you know you you probably get work honestly there's there's a lot of untrained actors working in television especially but um try not to be like that another right. piece of advice is that it's a lot of work like it's a lot of mm. it's a lot of nonsense it's a lot of rejection it's a lot of um it's a lot of kind of slogging at things that that don't even have to do with the craft, which is just kind of like unfortunate, but those are mm. things that you have to be prepared for. And the last thing is um, don't be poor, like try your best not to be poor. This, there's a very, there's a very um, intense feeling that like, you know, artists have to, you know, we don't do this for money. We do this for love. And like, it's very romantic to be like a starving artist. And, and that's nonsense. It's not romantic at all. Like being poor is really stressful. So learn about money and learn about uh... mental health. And, you know, if, if, if you can figure out some other ways to make money, definitely do it. And if not, like, just don't get too caught up in this idea that, that you, you need to reject certain things because, oh, I don't want to like sell out or you know it's it's fine if you if you want to like not take commercial work it's okay as long as you make right. sure that you can take care of yourself and you can right yourself. right yeah wow that's powerful i, I mean not many people actually mention that for me that's like the elephant in the room in, in I, this industry you know i always that's ask my friends about money like every time i catch up with an actor friend i'm always like hey buddy are you saving <laughs> Can I give you a book about investments or something? Like, you know, Ooh. just please be financially literate. It's no joke. That's really powerful. I mean, I wouldn't expect it, that from somebody who's in showbiz the way you are. But I, I mean, that's that's good. I mean, I think, I think it's important to be grounded uh, mm. because I, I guess your rice bowl comes from, you know, at the end of the day, this makes you a gig economy worker, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know. You, you, you're doing gigs uh, yeah. show, show to show. So yeah, financial mm -hmm. literacy is super important. Super so important. What, what would you say has been your biggest obstacle uh, in your career so far? Wow. Mm. Oh. Mm. Oh, I don't know. What's yours? Ooh. Let me pour myself a drink and think about this. What's my biggest obstacle? Oh, my mental health, I guess. Yeah, just 
just um it's hard uh, just uh you know um i grew up in a very very warm loving environment honestly like that my my high school we had no bullies at least in hmm. my year what yeah, school my, are you from street chempaka I know, I know, I know. But like my 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 batch, two thousand and six, right? Um, we for some by some by some glorious miracle, we no like no bullies basically, no mean girls, no um, no you know being cruel to each other. So I just grew up in this really wholesome environment, and then. And then when you get out into the world and mm. you're like in in these spaces and you're a woman and you're like outspoken about being like feminist and like all this kind of yeah. you know and in your non-conformist as well that people you know people people really go after you sometimes yeah, yeah. And, i can imagine yeah and that was a huge shock i i you know i really wasn't expecting that and and right. and that's that's really tough yeah i think hmm. that's like that's that's been quite hard but i'm getting better at dealing with it now it sure looks like it sure <laughs> looks like it so you know what what are we what what are we expecting what can we see from Cheryl Tan 2020 and beyond okay so i am okay i've got a few things coming out this year so okay. i've got code of law season 5 that's about to that's about to drop in a few days i am in an action short film that's also about to go up in a few days Mm-hmm. I am in a few things online right now. If it's still before June 7th, you can watch Mama White Snake by Wild Rice. I'm in that. I'm writing a show, a solo theater show with some friends that um, I'm hoping to perform at the end of the year. Maybe if things open up or whatever, or maybe next year uh, overseas. Okay. That is stuff that's happening. And I'm... And just trying to see what else is out there. So aside from conquering the world and taking on the president of the United States of America, good lord, what Punch do you I mean? That like, man in the do, face. Do, oh, do you do you find time for yourself? It, it really sounds like a whirlwind of activities, and and just you know, uh, your career seems to be fully you know a full. <laughs> it's 20, 24 hours, man. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you do you get downtime? I mean, mm, yeah. I mean, I I procrastinate a lot. Like time management mm. is like a hard. Like it's something I'm trying to like get better at. Um, okay. Uh, I I think that uh, self care is something that you have to discipline also in a sense. So like, I I now now we're all like supposedly very free, meaning it, there's no shoots and stuff, right? So I'm. My time is flexible, even though I have sure. a lot of things to do. My time, so, so I I've blocked off Mondays to be mm-hmm. maintenance Monday. Right, <laughs> so right. I will like clean, you know, like do some cleaning. Um, make sure that I get my chores done, like my laundry and stuff. And I'll also try and like do like beauty maintain wear the mask do the hair don't know what like and i <laughs> i will try okay. it's hard work i it, i i don't okay. really like it but it's okay. fine it's something i have to do okay. uh, then um and i'll try i'll try to meditate now so i'm trying to i'm trying to like meditate like a bit in the morning I, i'm trying to journal and okay. i'm trying to get better at like if i'm tired and mm. i feel a bit like burned out then i will just try to Okay, take the day off and then mm. don't feel guilty about it. That's a hard part. Right. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so what do you do for fun? Like, I mean, I know now you you seem to be uh, in this whole uh, very well. I guess you're, you're trying to get your act together for you, me time in in during Circuit Breaker, MCO, and all that. But during the regular season, when you were doing all manner of evil, what did you do to just you know what what helps you just let loose? Uh I. I have some house plants that I like to stare at. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't mean, expect that one. Like, you know, I'll like water it and then like pluck and then I'll just I literally just sit there and stare at it and be like, Are you okay, plant? Mm. Um I like TV, as I said, Avatar the Last okay. Airbender yep. right now, loving it. Okay. Um uh oh gosh. Uh whatever, you know, take a walk. Uh okay. the Go go dancing occasionally. I do drink a lot, sometimes. So that's a bit of a thing. Must be your, in, <laughs> must be your Indian blood kicking in. Hey, I, nobody's judging, all right. So whatever, whatever rocks your boat. So if there was anything that you could just put out there, I mean, because I think, um, I mean, it's been very colorful your your career path, you know, in such Aww. a short span of time. You know, I, I like that, and I think you know. Um, Especially in this neck of the woods, uh, showbiz, you know, being in this uh, scene, you know, being an actress, you know, acting, mm. it's not something that most people can say that, you know, uh, they, they've they thrown themselves in wholeheartedly. Like, I mean, if you were living in LA or New York or what, I get it, mm. but you're actually living in Singapore. And, and honestly, I, I don't know of anybody else who I can say is like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in that scene, you know, so... I think uh, how how does your immediate circle from your family to extended family or friends how, how how have they handled that like or is it just like Cheryl is Cheryl we don't really care she'll be fine. There is quite a bit of that sometimes, but I get um, that vibe that you just like ah <laughs> oh, you know it's Cheryl she'll get through it. <laughs> yeah, I'm quite adaptable sometimes. Like if okay. if this all disappeared tomorrow, I I'd be okay. Like I'd find something else to do. Like a lot of mm. things are very a lot of things Love are it. interesting. Life is Love very it. interesting. Love it. Love it. Um, there's there's it's like simultaneously they're like quite proud and like they don't understand a lot of things and then uh. And then they worry about me sometimes also. Like my parents especially. It's it's only like in the last couple of years where I really like started focusing on like my financial whatever and like making sure that they know right. that I'm like taking I'm on top of it. I'm not just you know, I'm not right. just, I'm not just running around with a bunch of drunkards, okay, mom and dad. I work very hard, all right. Like, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever gotten the question when are you getting a real job? Once. Ooh. Only once, yeah, quite, okay. quite lucky in that sense. Uh, yeah, my, my someone, I mean, someone, the, the Asian side, like Asian side, how, how they're not gonna accept this whole thing, you know. I mean, it's, it's... I, I was very lucky. My parents always very supportive, yeah, yeah, really, really, really lovely. Until actually, they were really supportive when I was like growing up, and then when I became a professional actor, then they got then suddenly the worries started to come out, you know, then suddenly it's right. like, oh, Cheryl, I wish I hadn't forced you to also study business and like, no la, mom, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so if there's anything you could do just to summarize this, I mean, what would you want to put out there? I mean, uh, I, th I think having you on the show, as I mentioned at the early onset was, I, I think for you, it's girl power and I get it and I love the vibe that you bring. I think you're definitely a spokesperson of girl power. Uh, so if you could just summarize it, what would you want to just put out there? Um, for women, uh, can I swear? 
Is it? Oh, like you a, can. Of okay. course, you can. I just didn't want it to say what. Okay. Um. Yeah. For women. Yeah. Uh. There's a lot of shit. Don't take it. <laughs> That's all. Wow, love it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Jiggy John Show. We've just been talking to Cheryl Tan and I'm just finding out that a girl from Tamantun who's now killing it uh, based in Singapore, but you know, she's acting and she's got a ton of things coming out. So she's already done her plugs. I'll be sure to share those plugs when I post this. Thank you so much, Cheryl. I really appreciate it. I look forward to seeing you at some point in the near future and looking forward to all the amazing exploits that you're going to get up to. Uh, thanks for being so humble and Malaysia Bole. Malaysia Bole. <laughs> Thank you so much. Be well, take care, stay safe.